Hola, hola, it's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome, and I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, and I'm a bold stand for confidence, and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my loves. Before we begin the podcast, I have a little flavor to ask of you. I have entered the Australian Podcast Awards. I'm super excited. They have a People's Choice section, and I need your help. If you have enjoyed this podcast, if you've loved it, if you've gained wisdom or support or advice or anything from my podcast, I would please ask that you don't mind to vote for me, the Confidence Chronicles podcast. You can head to thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash podcasts. You can check the link inside the show notes, or you can head to Instagram at thequeenofconfidence.com. Click the link in my bio. I am so grateful for you. I love you. Help me win some podcast awards. I love you. Thank you for listening. And on to the show. Hello, my friend. How are you? Welcome back. This is another life lesson series. I haven't done one of these in a really long time. I think the last one I did was about my miscarriage. And as you know, in this series, I talk about my life and personal things that I've experienced in hopes that, you know, it helps you and that you feel normal and that you understand that I am also a human who goes through shit. And I just want you to be seen and heard and validated. And in this episode in particular, there have been many women who I've spoken to on social media about this topic. Um, I have, I'm going to talk about it, but it's an autoimmune disorder called lichen sclerosis. So it's spelled lichen, L-I-C-H-E-N, and then sclerosis. And I cannot tell you, I was so puzzled about this skin disorder. And it's not an STD and it's not contagious. It's an autoimmune where your skin attacks itself, your body is attacking itself. And I just want to share with you my experience and just what I've discovered because I've, I, I knew about me having it two weeks before my first husband died, Gio. When Gio, two weeks before Gio died is when I uncovered it. And I've since heard from many different people who study these, you know, autoimmune disorders that they sometimes manifest, you know, nine or 10 years between nine and four years prior to the moment where you actually felt it being activated. So who knows when I got it? I will say that um, I've read a lot of studies as well around children and people who've had sexual trauma or any kind of trauma usually are more prone to having an auto um, autoimmune disorder of some kind. And I've seen it in my clients. I've, they, they don't have exactly what I have, but they have other things. And they've all had a sexual trauma as a child or trauma as a child. So I'll tell you what it is before we get into it. But lichen sclerosis is basically a thinning and whitening of the skin. So the skin gets really stretched and white and pearly, like shiny, and then it can peel off. So if you think about your hand and if you have a callus in your hand, 
and let's say you put your hand in water or you're in the bathtub for a really long time and there's a callus, a little air bubble or a callus, and because you've been in the water for so long, the skin gets really soft and you can literally peel it off. That's what I feel like has happened with my lichen sclerosis. So lucky me, I'm being sarcastic, my lichen sclerosis is in my vagina and around my bum. So really shitty that it's in that area. So it's in around the hood of the clitoris and the labia, the, the, the lips of your vagina, like the skin, the lips, um, and the inside part of the labia, and then around the edges of your bum. My bum, not your bum. <laughs> My bum. So it's really interesting because with this, uh, what, I've, what I've learned about it is that the skin attacks itself. And you know, I've mentioned a tiny bit about what I believe spiritually. I don't talk about it a lot on the podcast. I did do one episode called um, My Journey with Spirituality. If you're interested, please go and check that episode out. But I do believe, very similar to Louise Hay, rest in peace, rest in power, Louise Hay, she talks a lot about when you have a symptom or something that happens that has everything to do with what's going on for you. So your physical symptom is manifesting from an energetic thing or your mind or your thoughts or something going on externally, not just you know, you got thyroid issues. There's other things going on. And actually, I'm going to link in the show notes her website where it doesn't matter if you if you believe in this shit or not, go and check it out. It's pretty cool. And it will tell you if you have thyroid issues, what that's about, if you've got issues around your hips or your shoulders or whatever. So I went and, and really started researching and discovering what this was about because of the place where it was and because of when it came up. So my husband was alive at the time and I started getting really itchy. Like my vagina was getting super itchy and I've never had a yeast infection till this day. I've never had a yeast infection. Like I just never had one. I don't know why I never did. Um, it doesn't matter if you have it or not, but I never did. So I was really unfamiliar with what was going on and the irritation and the itchiness. And I was literally like rubbing my vagina off because I was scratching so much. And I was just like, what is going on? And because at the time I was like 23 years old, I didn't know shit about shit. I was so in shame. I didn't have a relationship like I have with my current husband where we talk about everything, whatever I even think I talk about, even if it's not coming true. I just, I talk about everything with Hamish. So me and Gio were young. I didn't tell him what was going on. We ended up having sex before he passed away and going in was fine. But when he came out, it felt like a razor blade. Like that's what it felt like to me. And I had never felt like that before. And I was like, what is happening to me? Like what is going on inside of my vagina? What's going on in my skin? What is happening? So I knew something was wrong. I didn't know what was wrong. And I had a lot of shame around it initially. So I would be in the bathroom like scratching and I didn't want to have sex with him because it hurt. But I didn't tell him that. So he would walk in on me and there I am like scratching my vagina and he was thinking I was hooking myself up and I didn't want to touch him. And so that was awkward. I had to have this conversation of like, no, it's not you. I'm just, there's something going on. I'm itchy. I don't feel good. I had no idea what it was. So of course I go to the doctor, to my, to my general practitioner, my normal, you know, doctor. And she said to me, oh, it's a yeast infection. Yeah. Women get that all the time. I'm like, Okay. I don't, I've never had one. Okay, let's, okay, let's do this. This cream, the yucky gooey cream that you put in your body, all that jazz. It was, it was horrible. I think it made it even worse. Um, 
it was just irritating and bothering me. And then two weeks after Gio passed away and I literally went numb to everything. Everything went numb for me. And so I remember dating someone, my good friend who he was my friend when Gio was alive and I really clinged on to him and I asked him to move in with me. He fell in love with me. I didn't love him. Uh, I was just looking to be with someone because I was in so much grief and sorrow and just experiencing so much pain. And I remember one day that we did have sex and I didn't feel anything. Nothing happened. It didn't hurt me. Nothing. Ha- it was like nothing ever was there. My itch went away. Everything went away. And I thought, hmm, that's interesting. I don't know what that was. And then it would come back randomly and then it would go away. So it went into this like dormant phase. At one point it was dormant for 10 years. So I remember saying to my boyfriend at the time, I need to go check this out. I don't know what's going on. It's definitely not a yeast infection. It's definitely not contagious. If it doesn't feel like I caught this from, who did I catch this from? What is this shit? So I couldn't really see what was going on because we don't, we don't check our vaginas and we totally need to check our vaginas as well. Let me tell you what. Oh my gosh. I check it now all the time in the mirror. So I was young. I didn't know what to do. I went to a dermatologist because I thought it's a skin thing. They do skin. I said, listen, I don't even know if you can help me, but I have this thing. I'm really itchy. I don't know what's going on. It'll, it'll bother me. Then it flares up. Then it goes away. I don't understand. There's no discharge. There's no weird smell. I just, I'm itchy as hell and it's aggravating. So she says to me, cool, let me have a look. So she checks and she's like, listen, I think what we need to do is have a biopsy. Now, a biopsy, which I didn't know what the hell that was, is when they take a piece of your skin and they send it to a lab. So it's a little machine, like a punch, like a punch holer that takes a piece of your skin. Okay. (laughs) Now, this probably doesn't sound that nice when it's on your arm or your leg or your nose or whatever. But this is my fucking vagina, you guys, like in my vag. She's going to take a piece of my skin. I'm like, but you're going to have to kill me if you're going to do that. I was just like, not having it. I was like, what? Um, I don't understand. And I went by myself. I should have taken him with me. I should have went with a fucking posse. I was so freaked out. She's like, don't worry. We're going to give you a shot. And I'm like, excuse me. You're going to give me a shot in my vagina. And then you're going to take a piece of skin out. I was just, I was, I was fucked. Right. Obviously we need to do this. You guys, we need to check our shit. So this is how they do it. I was just 23 and young and angry and I had no idea. So she's like, listen, we're going to hold you down. We're going to give you a shot. You won't feel the skin being taken. You're going to feel the shot. So literally six dermatologists, nurses, assistants are holding me down. I am screaming and kicking, even though I, I have paid for this to happen. I ju- it was so crazy. I wish I had a friend that day. That was bad. So they, they take the thing. She's right. I didn't feel them taking any skin. Once the shot was done, I was fine. And they sent it to the lab and she called me back in and said, you have lichen sclerosis. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And she proceeded to tell me what I just told you, that it's an autoimmune disorder. You know who gets it? Most of the time, women um, in in perimenopausal. So, you know, in your 50s, 60s, after you have your period and your, your menopause period, that's who mainly gets it. Or young children. I was so confused it was very rare for, for someone my age at that point in my life to have it. And I didn't understand. So what do they do? They give you steroid cream for you to put in your vagina or baby, um, diaper cream, like zinc, that white stuff 
literally I was padding my vagina with zinc. <laughs> it's funny when I think about it now because you know I had no idea what was going on. I didn't believe in natural remedies or I didn't have any background of anything back then. So I'm taking that cream. All of a sudden it goes away and literally this is the point when it was dormant for 10 years. I have no idea why. Till this day, I actually don't know. I was numb myself. I was dormant myself. And maybe that's what, what happened. Uh, when I met my husband, Hamish, it was fine. We were good. We could have sex. I told him about it because, you know, I wanted him to know about it. Every once in a while, I'd get itchy here and there, but I'd have to wear cotton undies, you know, whatever. I didn't know much about it, to be honest. And I got pregnant. And that shit hit the fan. And it's still hitting the fan since then. So I got pregnant with my first son and I was ripping my vag off, y'all. Like I was itching. My skin was peeling uh, in there, like white skin. The, the skin around my hood did like the callus thing. And it was just, I'm like, oh my God, what is going on? So I believe that the hormones did reactivate things for me, definitely. But there was also, when I look into this, some kind of energetic there is I don't care I believe there's an energetic thing going on so when we look at the vagina and your bum and that area when we look at it if we say the root chakra and if you're not about chakras that's totally cool stay with me here if we look at it as a root chakra it's about your security your 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 money your financial stability being grounded girl I am not grounded let me tell you I'm still not grounded I am up high in the sky <laughs> doing all the things and it's about grounding and sexual trauma. I've had heaps of sexual trauma. There's so much abandonment issues that I moved through as a child. So it was just like, oh my gosh. So for after a while, I started doing like root chakra meditations, trying to sit on the ground on earth, like earthing, literally um, planting myself like a plant in the soil and trying not to do too many things. I went and saw, I found a vulva specialist. So she's a skin dermatologist for the vulva she's a cancer specialist because what happens with this is that sometimes the scar tissue can get cancer you can get cancer there I'm not worried about that I've never been worried about that my best friend shout out Ashley her mother actually got cancer there and they took out her whole labia her clitoris everything and I remember her telling me how how upset her mother was because she didn't feel like a woman and I mean, I can't even imagine losing your whole, like losing your clitoris, losing your labia. It would affect you so much. Um, and so even though I heard those stories, I was never scared. I'm still not scared. I do believe that there's something there and we need to look into it and you have to figure it out. So I go to this doctor. She's cool, but she's a doctor. She's very Western medicine, steroid cream. Nothing's wrong. You're all good. That's it. Wear cotton. Don't use soap blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. It just felt like I kept going back to her and it was the same shit, like no, nothing else. And it wasn't really helping. It was going away. It was coming back. My son was coming and they had said to me, you know, you might consider getting a cesarean. I'm like, please. I, I wanted to have a home birth, my first baby. It didn't happen, but that's what I wanted. And I didn't initially want it. I'm the girl that at 18 years old was like, can they just cut my baby out of my like stomach and then like give me a tummy tuck at the same time? Like that's who I was. That's who I was. Okay. At 18. Now fast forward, I'm in Australia and someone told me about home birth and I look into it and I'm like, oh shit, I want that. So 
a lot can change. <laughs> um, I got, I got educated. I found out about it. I thought, you know what? If I use almond oil, if somebody does a hot, warm press on my vag, I can push the baby out. I'm going to be fine. So I was happy. I was confident that I could do it. I, he ended up in a Caesar and that's a whole nother podcast that I haven't done yet. But long story short, it was active when I was pregnant and then it went away and I was fine again. Second baby, Nava comes around and I knew I would be pregnant because I'd be itchy as hell. My vagina would just be going off. And then the skin around the bum a little bit, but not much. It's not like it goes off there, but that's that same skin gets itchy every once in a while. Nothing else. No skin's disappearing or anything, but it's just extra sensitive. So the skin thins, so it thins out. And then they're giving you steroid cream, which we know thins the skin. So I don't understand that concept at all. Um, I understand like I still have to use it sometimes and I do. I just wish it wasn't the case. I wish there was something else to do. Um, if you got some more news on this, hit me up, please. Email me, message me on Instagram. Please let me know. So I couldn't really do much. I had to continue to take the steroid cream. This time I was like determined. I really did a lot of work for this birth and I'm like, I'm going to have him at home. And again, they said to me, you know, you got to be careful. You can tear, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's totally fine. I'm going to look after myself. I'm going to do this. Uh, he was a home birth and I did tear a little bit, but nothing too crazy. It was fine. He was amazing. It was the best thing in the world. But now post baby, my labia, my skin, like the lips have thinned quite a lot. Like, I, like it looks like a young girl's vagina. And I showed it to my girlfriend and she's like, that's how my veg looks. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I had all this lip action and lips and now I don't. It's like they're thinning. And I know that as you get older, I'm 37, y'all. Don't play. I know that as you get older, you do lose the, um, what's it called? The hydration in your vag and you lose all these things, right? But this is different. This was like, I knew the lips were getting smaller. I knew things were changing. I could feel it every once in a while. I'll, I'll get itchy. And I never really get itchy, but when I do, I feel like my skin's starting to mold together and it's starting to disappear. And so that's what happens. It, 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 it like, um, what's the word? It fuses. So your skin fuses, the labia fuses with your skin of your vag. So then it becomes one long piece. It's crazy, you guys, crazy. So for me now, fast forward to today, I feel, I know it's crazy, but I feel like it's a gift and I'll tell you why. Because when I'm out in the world and I'm doing all the things and I'm out there with the people serving and working and busting my ass and killing myself, it goes off. I can feel it. And it's like telling me, Erica, stop, ground, come back into your body, sit down, you know, calm down. Let's take a minute. Let's take a breather. I honestly feel like it's a gift at times. I do because if I didn't have it, I probably wouldn't know that I need a break or that I need to slow down or that you know, it's affecting me. Something's going on for me. So in a way it's a gift. And in another way, I feel like this, I feel to be, if I could just be honest, I feel like there's a message for me there. Like there's a message of you do stop and you do slow down, but you don't meditate. You don't connect to spirit. You don't go into your body. You, you slow down, but you don't go into your, cause I love spirit. I love the spiritual practices. I love the woo woo shit. Like y'all don't even know. I, there's a lot of shit I love in regards to that. I don't talk about it and share about it. It's my own personal thing. And I like keeping it sacred for myself, but also it doesn't matter if you like it or you don't like it. I still want my, my work and my podcast to serve people who are religious or Christian or spiritual, or they believe in nothing. It doesn't matter. I don't want this to become 
a belief about what I believe and you got to believe what I believe because you fucking don't. You believe what you want to believe, girl. So I don't share about enough, but I really do feel like spirit, my body, something is like, you need to get into meditation. You need to, there's a message, there's a lesson, there's some shit there for you because I, I, I do stop, but I don't do that as much as I feel and that's not I should. I feel. I could feel it. I could feel that there's a message there. Anyway, I was going to sit and do some plant medicine uh, at the end of November this month. And all the restrictions and all the crazy shit. Now my book's launching. There's no way I'm going to be sitting with plant medicine. When my book is launching, y'all, no way. I need to be... I need I need space and time to sit with that and meditate and properly go there. Um, yeah, so for me, I really feel... Like, I don't have the answers, but I have done the research and I've realized and I found, and this woman didn't tell me this, by the way. She was very Western and I'm finding a new person because I need to, I need to hear about other things, not just fucking steroid cream, right? And when you have something like this, that's not super common, you know, it's not like nobody has this. My mother-in-law has this, by the way, which is insane. She went to her doctor. They put like vinegar on her vet. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Your doctor is crazy, but maybe that helps. I don't know. Maybe I need to go to her doctor because she's, she's fine now and she doesn't have any problems with it now. And so I remember researching and finding out that gluten is horrible for it. Like horrible. And obviously autoimmune means there's an issue with your immune system. So your immune system is not as high as it can be or your immune system is possibly compromised. So now I take, yo, I take so many supplements. I'm taking glutathione. I'm taking, um, curicum or whatever. It's like, it's a turmeric. I'm taking elderberry. I take magnesium every single night to a night to sleep and like really get into REM. Like I have to move my body. I only use cotton undies. Like there are certain things that I do and don't do. Cold showers on your vag are amazing because of the inflammation, like that Wim Hof breath and cold showers. Um, I take some, what are they called? Minerals, like salt minerals or salt mineral therapy pills that my gorgeous client Janie um, and soul sister sends me from New Zealand. She's a naturopath. So like I am taking all kinds of things and I'm also seeing that gluten, like I don't have gluten anymore. I don't eat gluten. I don't eat dairy. It has changed my life, by the way. Really look into this. If you have an autoimmune disorder or if you have what I have, like in sclerosis, please look into it. Our food is messing with us bad, like bad. Also, if you're unhappy, like think about the vag. Think about the itch. If you're itching, think about what itch means. You are irritated. So I go, when I'm itchy, where am I fucking irritated? My vagina's irritated. Where am I in my life irritated? Where am I in my life, you know, agitated or feeling itchy or like unsettled? Does that make sense? And if I, if I get the message where I need to ground, where am I doing too much? Where am I not resting or sitting or it's a gift. I don't know. I know it's crazy, but it's like my barometer. It's like, Hey girl, you're out in the world. You need to come back here. And it like brings me back to my body and goes, Hey. And so I don't remember the quote or who said it, but it was something around like, what if cancer was a gift or what if illness in your body was a gift from your body telling you, Hey, slow down enough. I need a break. You're, you're going too hard or we need you to look after us or you need to not eat that or kidneys or, you know, what if it was a gift? If we didn't get these things, we wouldn't even know. We wouldn't even stop and look after our bodies. So many times it's when we get a cancer, when we get a, a scary mole that we want to take out or when we get a, a health scare, 
is when we go, fuck, wait a minute, how am I living? What am I doing? So I really try to look at, you guys know, if you've been listening to my podcast, I try to look at everything as a gift. And it's not easy. Let me, I'm not trying to be fucking fluff. It is not easy to look at everything as a gift. Where's the gift in this piece of shit that my acid and my fucking vagina is itchy? You know, that sucks, right? But sometimes there is a gift. And if you could find it, if you could go, all right, what is this trying to tell me? What is this trying to teach me? This is trying to tell me something. And for me, I have decided, it doesn't mean it's true, by the way, but I'm, I always try to say what serves me. And it really serves me to think, that when I am out in the world and I'm not looking after my body and I'm not slowing down or stopping or meditating or spending time with my spirit, that that shit flares up. What happens is I stop. I do that. I look after myself and then I feel better. So even if it's bullshit, I feel better. So I win anyway. So that's my little uh, lichen sclerosis life lesson series um, podcast episode for you. If in case you know someone who has this, please share it with them. And like I said, I don't have the answers. I don't have the answers. I don't know what it is. I don't know how. There's no cure for it. I know that a lot of people just use steroid cream. Uh, the salt minerals, I'll have to find the name and pop them in the show notes. But the minerals that Janie gets for me are extremely helpful. Extremely helpful. Um, making sure you look after your food and do not eat gluten. Gluten is the devil anyway. Gluten's no good for anybody, even if you think it's good for you and dairy. It's really full on on our bodies. When you have an autoimmune disorder or any kind of problem with your body, gluten is the worst thing ever. You can do your research and check it out. I definitely found that for myself and it's been amazing since stopping gluten. Um, and then obviously looking after your self-care, you know, making sure you're using, I'm using these beautiful products um, from my girl V-Rose. So it's V-Rose Apocathery. Apocathery? I don't know how to say it, but I'll, I'll link her as well in Instagram. She's got this beautiful Bulgarian, like natural rose water. And I spray my vag when I get out of the shower. There's masks for your vagina from this Femme Fig company that just came out with masks. So you can literally do a hydrating mask. And even if you don't have lichen sclerosis, your vag needs a hydrating mask. Why not? It's great. Um, and then I use this beautiful rose oil that she built and made. And it's it's just hemp seed oil with rose and rose water. And it's incredible. Um, so it just, if anything, it's helped me look after my gorgeous Yanni, which needs my love. And check it in the mirror. Make sure you're checking it, taking photos of it, looking at it. Make sure you don't let this shit get out of control. Because sometimes people do get cancerous tissue there. And it is important. It's not like we just fluffy you know, meditate and this shit goes away. It's like, sometimes you need to actually use Western medicine. Sometimes I still use my steroid cream and I'm not, I'm not hating on it, but I also want to do the things that I know I can do that will help my body and help me feel better. So I haven't sorted this out. This is still outstanding. Um, some days it's good. Some days it's bad. It's definitely not, um, what's the word called? Um, dormant. It's definitely not dormant. And it was for 10 years. So what it tells me is that I can help it go dormant again. I'm actually going to see my girlfriend, Tanja's boyfriend, who is a, he does TDM and he does kinesiology. And she's like, he can easily switch it off. And I'm like, what? So stay tuned for that. Because if I can switch this off, my husband always tells me breath work is really helpful doing like Dr. Joe Dispenza's work. I am dying to go to one of his retreats. Um, if you don't know about him, please look up Dr. Joe Dispenza. A lot of our friends who've had psoriasis and fibromyalgia are like really crazy things, um, tumors, 
cancers have went to his week-long retreats and left fully cured. And he doesn't cure you. You go into a deep meditation, mind-body connection, next level. Whether you believe it or not, it's worth a look. I know for myself, if I ever had any kind of anything, I would go straight to Joe Dispenza's, one of his retreats, and use the power of my mind and body to work together. Because our, our minds and bodies are so much more connected than what we think. And it's such an intelligent organism this entire thing and we don't work together with it we really work against it or on our own and yeah hopefully some of this supports you um you can check out dr joe dispenza um you are not the placebo is a great book great book i love him he's incredible and as soon as he's back in australia and as soon as we can travel my ass is going to that week-long retreat and that is exactly what i'm going to work on at that retreat my lichen sclerosis because everything else is fine for me but that is still outstanding so stay tuned i love you thank you so much for being here and listening um and if you have any questions or if you have any stories about it that you want to share with me please hit me up on instagram the queen of confidence just send me a dm i love you and sending you all the best Okay, me again. I love you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please do not forget to head over to thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash podcasts with an S and vote for my podcast, Pretty Please, for the Australian Podcast Awards. I'm so excited to be involved in this and I cannot wait. I appreciate you. I love you. And I will see you on the next episode.